Minnesota Golden Gopher men's hockey team plays for a title tonight against Quinnipiac at the Frozen Four in Tampa. And joining us from there, from the rink live, is Jess Myers. Jess, here we go, title game tonight. I, I got to admit to you, Steve, I've got hitters almost. This is, uh, yeah. you know, having followed this team all season, and I would say, you know, you say through a lot of ups and downs. Let's face it, there haven't been a ton of ups and downs with this season. This has been a pretty steady, pretty consistent team all year. Um, I said September that by the middle of the season, they'd be the best team in the country, and they get a chance to prove it tonight, and that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and they haven't played a ton of hockey late in the year. The way the schedule's played out, it has been a bit unusual because they, you know, got a bye in the Big Ten tournament, and then they played a game, and then they played another game. So, I mean, it has been an unusual uh, stretch where they haven't played a ton of hockey like they do over the course of a regular season where they're going every Friday and Saturday generally. I will say that played into their hands a little bit because Connor Kurth, one of their good young players, was injured in the regional versus uh, Canisius a couple weeks ago. And then, you know, they win the regional in Fargo. Then they have a weekend off, you know, 10 days or so to to kind of rest before they get to Tampa here for the Frozen Four. And uh, that played into their hands because he's healthy. He played in the last game. They're, they're at full strength, which is what you want to be. You know, they say at this time of year, nobody is fully healthy, but uh, they seem to be about as healthy as you can be right now. And I would assume they're doing a dress rehearsal of the national anthem for the game. They're not going to drop I, I, the puck for, what, three hours? Two hours? in the audio system. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm standing with my hand on my heart right now, of course, Steve, because standing yeah. at attention yeah, like man. any good American would be. Uh, but, yeah, they are testing the audio system right here at the ring. Yeah, now, Jess, one of the things about this Golden Gopher Hockey Club is this, and they they have been uh, ranked number one most of the year. Um, they won the Big Ten regular season title. Um, Minnesota generally has a target on its back every year, uh, especially when they play in-state rivals. And they didn't have an easy path to this Frozen Four. They went up to Fargo. Yes, they were close to home. But there were a couple of clubs in that particular event that, uh, you know, would would love to have knocked them off. Uh, They end up taking down St. Cloud State in that regional final uh, on the way to this Frozen Four. So, I mean, in, in spite of all of that, they've been able to get to this moment. Absolutely. And, you know, they had a good game to, to get to the championship game. Boston University was a very strong yep. team under, under a first-year coach. Now you get Quinnipiac in the championship game. You talk about a contrast of styles. Uh, we asked Quinnipiac's coach, Rand Pecknold, what's your plan for the championship game? It's the same plan we've had for the previous 40 games. They play a 1-1-3 defensive style. He talks all about it. But what I wrote about today, the Gophers, what they have, one, one big advantage Steve Miller, their assistant coach who they hired over the summer, uh, he has been a part of three national championship teams already, two with Denver, one at Providence. He gets a chance to win a fourth national title with with a third different team uh, today. And the one thing he does is is Bob Mosco joked about it yesterday. They sequester him in a room somewhere away from his family with a laptop and video, and he studies everything that every opponent has ever done, I swear to goodness. Uh, and he will give this team the inside scoop 
on how to defeat that defensive system and, and how to play their game tonight. So uh, that's a, a real weapon that they have off the ice. In addition to, you know, obviously, you know, three really strong lines, a, a solid defensive core, good goalie. Jess Myers joining us from the rink live on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline title game tonight in Tampa. Let's step away from the ice and the matchup for a moment and talk about Tampa. I remember the first time the Frozen Four went there, and I said, really? Uh, Frozen Four in Tampa, Florida. But this is becoming maybe one of the great spots for the Frozen Four. They do a phenomenal job. It's a good hockey town, the Tampa Bay Lightning. If been one of the gold standard franchises in recent memory in the NHL. It is a good hockey town. It's a great setup, and they love hosting this event. You know, the first time it was here in 2012, so 11 years ago, you're yep. right, there was some some skepticism, some trepidation, saying, why, why would we go to Florida to play a hockey tournament? They came here. It was a massive success. Um, I heard a, a, a say it's almost like a, a bowl game. You know, this is the reward at the end of the season. You get to go someplace warm. You get to sit under a palm tree and, and have a beer and cheer for your team. And that's really what this has become. And I got to tell you this too, Steve, you know, Gopher fans are obviously excited about this team, excited about the possibility of winning a sixth national championship tonight. Uh, a lot of people here on Thursday, my wife and daughter flew down from MSP yesterday and they said the plane was absolutely packed, a lot of maroon and gold everywhere. Today, around the hotel, around the rink, I'm seeing a lot of cars with Minnesota plates. So I'm thinking there are a few people that hopped in the car Friday morning and said, you know what, we're making the road trip. It's 23 hours or whatever to get here. But uh, there, there are a lot of fans pretty excited for this event. Jez Spires joining us from the rink live. Minnesota Quinnipiac for all the marbles tonight. Uh, the Frozen Four Championship game down in Florida. It is also an annual convention of the college game. Uh, And I I know there's a lot of chatter about the continued growth of the game, schools that are rumored to maybe be adding hockey programs in the future. Simple fact of the matter is it takes a ton of money. What's been the big rumor, the big story at this Frozen Four? You know, there's still some talk about Southern expansion. UNLV down in, uh, in Nevada has been kicking the wow. tires with the popularity of, of the NHL in Las Vegas now. There's some thought that they could join up and, and ha- would have Arizona State as kind of a traveling partner, if you will. Uh, that would be a fun one. A lot of talk about coaches moving around. And then, of course, the transfer portal is the, the big new development in college hockey the last couple of years. You know, players moving around. I uh, was out by the pool at my hotel earlier today with my wife and daughter just kind of enjoying the sun. And I saw a coach from a, another team that's not here, and, and he was asking me, hey, what do you know about this player? What, what do you know about this guy who played for the Clippers a, a couple years ago? I see he's in the transfer portal. Would he be worth a phone call? And I'm thinking, yeah, absolutely. This is kind of the new marketplace for hockey talent that everybody's getting used to. And uh, for building programs, it's, it's a great thing, I think. Yeah, and there are a number of marquee programs that have been adding players. There's, there's stories about North Dakota, uh, UMD, uh, the, the Bulldogs up in Duluth. I mean, th- there there is a constant stream of players making moves and, and settling into new spots. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, like I said, that's, that's the new world. And, and it's kind of, a, I think, a good opportunity for players. Um, you know, it can be frustrating for coaches because you recruit a guy, you think you're going to have him four years, and then uh, after a year they decide to move on. But it does give you some uh, some flexibility. 
and some, some ability for a player, if he goes to a program, if he realizes the way that it's maybe not the right move for him, then he can uh, make a change and, and you know, find, a, find the right fit. All right, Jazz, uh, back to the game. Quinnipiac, Minnesota, you talked about the different styles. Simple fact of the matter is this is a very talented Golden Gopher team and guys that uh, a, a number of guys that will take the next step and be playing in the NHL sooner than later. I heard the message was, you know, you, want, you always want your players to be hungry. You always want them to, to feel this. The, the one thing I thought of, Way back in June, I was at Braemar Arena in Edina. I talked to Jimmy Snuggerud there. He hadn't played a game yet. He hadn't even drafted yet, any of that. He was just there doing a workout. I did about a five-minute interview with him, and in the span of five minutes, three times he said, win a national championship. Those words. It was very clear right from the start before he ever even put on a gopher jersey what he was coming here to do. I talked to him yesterday on the eve of this thing and just, you know, how – uh, they're 60 minutes away from making that happen now. It's a big thing. The other thing I like to think is that maybe uh, that, that top line of Snuggerud, Nyes, and Cooley has a little bit of a chip on its shoulder because, as you know, Nyes and Cooley were both up for the Hobie Baker Award yesterday. They didn't win it. It went to Adam Fantilli from Michigan. Had a fantastic freshman year, only the third freshman ever to win the trophy, and congratulations to him. But those guys had to watch a rival take the big trophy home and uh, I think the message from Bob Mosco was, hey, forget about the Hobie. As cool as that would have been, we got a bigger trophy that we can take home on playing to Minnesota later tonight. And I'm glad you brought up Bob Mosco. Here's a guy who came over from St. Cloud State, and he got the sense, and, and he said all the right things. It was a slow build, but the building is filled up. 3M Arena at Mariucci is a tough ticket like it was in the old days. So there's that enthusiasm. But but the goal is for Bob Motzko to win national championships, and why not start tonight? His, his third trip to 2004, one with St. Claude, one with the Gophers last year, and then, of course, he's here this year. This is his first trip to the championship game as a head coach. But keep in mind, Steve, he was an assistant coach in 02 and 03, the last two times the Gophers came home from the Frozen Four with the big trophy. So he's been on this stage in an assistant coach role. And let's be honest, the thing that, you know, it's tough to talk about still, but, uh, you know, we're less than two years away from just the, the track loss of his son. And I know his family is still uh, recovering from that. And I don't know if it's something you ever fully recover from, but I know that's still an everyday reality for them. You know, not that winning a national championship would take away all of that pain, but, man, if there's one family that deserves a, a triumph in their life, I, I can't think of a, any better family than the Moscos. Well, Jess, uh, enjoyed your coverage all week. Look forward to your coverage of the title game tonight. Uh, number one, how do people follow you on Twitter, and then where do they find your work? At Jess R. Myers on Twitter. We are on therinklive.com. We've got a live blog going uh, during the game. Mick Hatton and I are here and uh, having a lot of fun covering this event. Jim Roswell shooting pictures for us, and we will have uh, game stories, we'll have columns, we'll have notebooks, all of that, uh, no matter how it ends. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Gopher fans are pretty excited, pretty expectant. I, I have a feeling the television ratings are going to be quite good. I talked to my dad earlier in the day. He and my mom are, are still in Arizona for another week or so before they make the trek uh, back here to the Twin Cities. And, um, he, he is on pins and needles. You, you sent out a tweet earlier in the day, and this echoes what my dad said earlier in the day. Let's go. Why, can't, why do we have to wait till later? Let, let's play this game. 
8, 8 p.m. here in Florida. Come on. I, mean, I was ready to go about 2 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice sitting by the pool, but let's, uh, let's drop the puck and get going. If there's one thing Bob Mosco hates, it's sitting around all day waiting to play a game. He said he'd play at 8 a.m. if he could because, you know, he feels like he, uh, his team's ready to go. As he likes to say, the hay is in the barn by this time of year. You know, you know who you are. You know what you got. You know what you have to do. All right. Well, Jess, always great to visit with you. Thanks for the time today. Always fun to talk hockey, Steve. Take care. All right, there he is, Jess Myers from the Rink Live, joining us.